the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock. Brought to you by West Escondido, West Oceanside, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your host of Auto Talk Radio, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I tell you what, last week, watching last week during the whole Iowa caucus thing last week and all mm-hmm. that stuff going on, and the weather there, your poor car, man, when yeah. it's like negative 12 degrees, if I was a car, I'd be so unhappy. Yeah. Seriously. As a person, I'm morbidly. If I was a Miami Dolphins player, I'd be morbidly unhappy. Yeah, I wonder how that all worked out. (laughs) How did that all work out? Anyway, I didn't watch football, so. But, uh, yeah, no, very cold last week. Jeez, man. But I I was thinking your poor battery. So make sure you're having your battery tested, Yeah, that's when the batteries die. (laughs) Whoa. I can't. Yeah, I'm just not good at it. Like I said last week. Pop was saying how it was eight degrees and the wind was blowing forty mile an hour, and I, don't, I didn't get a weather report from him this week yet, so I, I don't know. That's <laughs> he he did text me some other stuff, so I, at least I know he didn't freeze to death. Yeah, that's so good. that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he's so funny. I I I was like, Dad, you've been retired for quite a while now. Uh, you could like move anywhere. He's like, Oh, it's great here. I was like, What about the weather? He goes. Well, I don't go outside when the weather's bad. I don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> I just stay inside. He's all the coffee's good. I look out the window. I got these triple pane windows. The cold don't come in. Yeah, nice. It's like, well, there you go. Yep. Okay. So yeah, as long as you got the right stuff, you can stay warm. Yeah. Your poor car's still outside. Yep. Oh man, I tell you, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not down with that whole cold thing. I yeah. can't do it. I was telling somebody the other day. Oh, you know, actually, I was talking to a young lady that. Uh, um, is married to Marine, but she was a Navy brat. Her dad did uh, 25 years in the Navy. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, uh, when I was over at Oceanside, and she, she had lived in Germany a bit and, and stuff like that because her dad was moved around. Obviously, you know, that happens when you're a military kid. Um, and, and, it, and her husband was from Kentucky. So I told him the story because we have a technician that, that had um, worked for us here. He's a great tech. He's back working for us now. Um, but did I was start? Oh, yeah, he started, oh, yeah? started okay. the first year. Oh, nice. Um, but he, a year and a half ago, told me, he says, hey, I'm moving to Kentucky. I got some family there. And I was like, dude, you've lived in Hawaii and Southern California. <laughs> this, Let me tell you how this, and not culturally, but weather-wise is my thing. Like, man, it gets cold there this time of year. Super cold. And if you ever try to work on cars when it's cold like that. Oh, that's Whoa, the worst. Man. Oh, man, you hit your knuckles and yeah. it hurts for hours. I mean, it's just like, and it's, everything's cold and yeah. it's cold. It's just, and then like they're in the Midwest, they salt the roads for the ice and stuff. Well, the salt gets in the snow and it sticks to your car, right? There's oh, a, I've like, seen that some of the cars that come in and they're just. Well, forget about that part. You put it in the air. We have heated garages there. By the way, they do something here in Cali- that we can't do in California. And they take the waste oil. They have waste oil burners, and that's how they heat the shops. So they burn that stuff, well, actually. Yeah, the Air Resources Board people here would be flipping in <laughs> oh, their grave. Yeah. If you're, they're so illegal yeah. here. You couldn't do that. But we don't need heaters either. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, which works out fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so the point to this is uh, you put the car up, though, and the clumps of ice and stuff that are stuck there have this light content of salt in them, and it starts to melt. Then it gets in your eyes. Oh, jeez. Well, it drips on you. Yeah. Then it gets, I mean, it's like, you know, it's yeah. melting. It's a lot. You got to have a kid with a squeegee falling behind you yeah. everywhere you go. And you got to, <laughs> you better have a floor drain. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, this stuff is a mess. 
Um, but uh, so that's just some of the downfalls. And then then the other downfalls are every time you need to replace, uh, undo a brake line off something, you're replacing all the brake yeah, lines. Snap. <laughs> yeah. So you get really good at double flaring and bending brake line mm-hmm. because you're always making new ones all the time. Yeah. Um, because a lot of those you can't buy preformed anymore. Yeah. Once again, we're back to the obsolete and the car's over 10 years old. So mm-hmm. now you got to make everything, right? It's a lot of work. Yeah. So, and the problem is, like I said, those little fittings for the brake lines, the brake lines, what sees to the fitting so it doesn't spin anymore, it just twists the brake line off and it breaks. Yeah. You've seen that happen before. <laughs> I've seen so. it, yeah. So, or the underside of the car looks like, like it drove through the ocean for 12 years and just rusted up to all heck, you know? Yeah, that's what I see. Like a simple brake job and then it's like, oh. It's a disaster. Oh, yeah. It's this. <laughs> yeah. Cars cars that have lived through that um, usually have a lot of issues. Yeah. They so. don't like coming back apart. They do not. They do <laughs> not. Well, and they, they or, you know, like, um, I think I've told the story before that my F-250 that I had drove, the guy that bought it was from Missouri, mm-hmm. and he flew out here and bought it. And he's like, yeah, I can't find a truck this age. He's all, I've been looking for one of these trucks for forever. And he's all, any truck this age back there? floorboards rusted out there's holes in it the bottom of the doors which is true because that salt content is so bad and it gets you you know it gets down in the door chambers and lays there through the drip holes you know but that salt accumulates and salt eats metal like crazy yeah i mean just like it's almost like a crazy it's crazy yeah so anyway all good stuff, you know, but it, uh, it works by melting ice. But the it, cool thing about yeah. Southern California is we have the most beautiful old cars. Yeah, because they don't, they're not, you know, not, people are like, oh, they're by the ocean. Doesn't that really doesn't do much compared to what the salt on the road in the Midwest does yeah. to a car? So big difference as far as that goes. But uh, um, yeah, taking care of your car there, undercoating is a big thing. Mm-hmm. I used to remember a company called Z Wiz. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they were an undercutting company. Like, you buy your car and you get that bad boy undercoated to make it last. And it, Is it, it like does bedliner, kind of? Bedliner on yeah. everything. Yeah. On <laughs> everything. And another problem to work with, because you got to clean this stuff off and break oh, yeah. it loose. Like, they spray everything. Brake lines. They, oh, they spray everything. to keep. Well, it keeps it from rusting. Yeah. So, you know, it makes it last longer. Um, I had the same problem with, uh, I brought a truck out here I as a... Uh, a kid in vocational high school, automotive school, I, I, we cut and lifted a, a, a Ford Courier. I did a 79 Ford Courier, put Jeep running gear under the whole thing, 35-inch mutters on it, all Jeep transfer case, all that. 2.3-liter Ford motor, Holley four, uh, 400 CFM carburetor, Schneider cam. That was a bad truck, man. That, <laughs> yeah. thing, that thing could go anywhere. I right? bet. Oh, yeah. With 35-inch mutters on it, it floated. Oh, it was yeah. a Ford Courier, so, I mean, it, it'd go anywhere. Yeah. And back then, we did a lot of mud and stuff. Yeah. I, that, that's what you do when you mm-hmm. grow up in the Midwest. Fun was like, oh, let's skip school and go four-wheeling. Yeah. So, we did a lot of that. But, uh, um, yeah, that truck, I brought it out here with me, but the frame got to a point... It was a full box frame. That's why I built mm. it the way I did. But uh, you could push your fingers through parts oh, of the frame. Well, not good. Rid- no, we, yeah. I cut the truck up, got mm. rid of it eventually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I junked it because there was nothing you could do with it yeah. anymore. So, unfortunately, it was one of those things. But it, we had a lot of fun with it along yeah. the way. So, it, it paid its dues. But uh, that weather does destroy a car, and there is no question about it. So, uh, anyway, we are talking about, uh, what are we talking about today? Moving on. Well, we talked about last week a bit that uh, everybody's selling their EVs in the rental car business. So mm-hmm. probably just because it's not a great idea. Oh, we're talking about myths when it comes to servicing your vehicle. What a great, great idea. So what missed myth 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 oh, that, that sounds like a lot myth normal. myth buster. Yeah. Oh, missed. <laughs> they well, said we had a gentleman that called last week <laughs> with a heater core that was oh, blown that, out. That, there's mist, some mist, yeah. mist on the window. Coolant mist. So when when the inside of your vehicle smells sweet. And it's making a fog on the window and it's yep. misty, heater core going yep. south. So and if it's dripping on your feet, it's evaporator. <laughs> that too. Oh, drain plug. Drain yeah. plug, yeah. Yeah, usually the evaporator drain is, was plugged, though, on heater. It, it doesn't, I've never no, seen No, it doesn't come up. up. No, doesn't no, no. up, yeah. So I was going to say, I've never seen a mist up doing that. But, I just, I but guess the I heater core, like, when it's blowing air through and there's a little small pinhole in it, it sprays that that uh coolant up and it hits the windshield and it smells really good yeah 
I also hear it tastes good, but I wouldn't drink it. You're yeah. not supposed to. Actually, I think they put bitter mints in them now to prevent so that, animals from yeah. drinking it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think most of them do. What a great idea. Yeah. Used to be for years playing, like, don't leave that out. The animals will drink yeah. it. I'm like, well, why wouldn't you just put something in it to make it taste bad? Yeah. It doesn't affect the, I mean, mm-hmm. you could do that, right? Yeah. So they do that now. I come up with these great ideas and all these people then do it. So how do they know it tastes bad? Did someone have to try it? Well, sure. apparently, if the dog's over there lapping it up, it must taste good. Yeah. Because they're kind of like us. If I put it in my mouth and it tastes bad, I don't do it again. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. guarantee you that. It's horrible. And I don't continue on. Yeah. <laughs> so. The Honda coolant's much better. <laughs> <laughs> it's just possibility. Yeah. You never know. So that's your job this week, Paul. You need to taste all the <laughs> yeah, coolants. Cool. <laughs> Let me know how it works out yeah. for you. <laughs> um, you'll end up in the hospital. Yeah. Because actually, um, I've seen some crime shows where they kill people that way. Oh, yeah. I've heard that's of that. a bad idea. Yeah. Don't be putting no coolant in my food. Yeah, okay. the reason I live alone. <laughs> my food is safe. Yeah, <laughs> all good stuff. All right, we we should not go down that road because <laughs> yeah. we're here to talk about cars today. Cars, so, cars, cars, and good stuff for sure. Um, yeah. So today we're talking about the, some myths when it comes to servicing your vehicle. Uh, and this, I like talking about this, and I'll tell you why because we get so much. The Google box is can be good and bad, right? Mm-hmm. You get a million people that Google stuff, and and there's a you you don't have to be a professional to post stuff on the internet. So or, there's a, or answer it. Forums are the best. Oh, they are painful. <laughs> uh, no, I love to. Uh, well, sometimes I like go down. I call it going down a rabbit hole. But you you know like I see a forum and I was like, oh, let's see what people are posting on this forum when it has to do with cars. And like some of the stuff you read, like, oh gosh, man, I feel sorry for anybody that actually read this stuff yeah. and thinks it's the truth. Yeah. Because remember, you don't have to be an expert to post on those forums. You just have to be somebody that, I don't know, maybe you're just jerking everybody's chain too for fun. That's I don't know. Wh- I don't know what they're doing. But, well, but- I, I remember one time uh, I was complaining about on my old vehicle about there was some oxidation on my uh, paint job okay. on my car. And then uh, I looked up a YouTube video and the guy said to use some rubbing compound. Immediately, uh, our buddy Bodie called in. He was like, no, 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 because that's going to wipe off the paint more off your vehicle. So you just want to keep using regular old wax. And um, I even asked you guys if it's better to use the solid form or the liquid form and you guys said nope either way is fine honestly yeah rubbing so. compound has a grit in it correct so what it does is it's great like if you have a scuff like on the clear coat that you're not gonna you can or really rub, old car yeah rub it really nice and it will take that scuff out mm-hmm. and, then, and then you have to polish it with wax and everything's good but if you use rubbing compound on your car all the time he's right it's taking layers of paint and clear coat off is yeah. what it's doing so we don't want that shout out to Bodie on that one too yeah, yeah. <laughs> he details cars so he knows exactly exactly yeah, so he knows yeah yeah and it usually see i wouldn't go to google if i have a paint question I go to my friends at Advanced Collision next door, my good buddy George, who owns the body shop, and say, hey, I got a paint question. Yeah. yeah you know why? Because for 35 years, he's been painting cars, and he knows a lot about paint. So that reminds me of a story of Henry Ford, which falls in line with this, because Henry Ford was big on cars. I don't know if you know oh, this. Oh, yeah. I've heard of him, I think. Did you? I yeah. think so. I think he had the first mass production of automobiles hmm. in the United States of America. Am I right? I think so. I, I know think, I'm right. I think we could have gotten in, in any color as long as it was black. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's right. They only came in black. And he made a statement about that. That's right. Yeah. His, one of his statements was, you can get my cars in any color as long as the color you like is black. <laughs> that's exactly right. I didn't know that. Yeah. But no, there's a story about Henry Ford. Um, and uh, um, there's some really great books that talk about him and in, in the businessman that he was. So, and this is really doesn't have to do with cars, but it does have to do with the fact that he was such a great businessman. And I read this uh, person had interviewed him about, and they asked him like, uh, Mr. Ford, why are you so amazing at, you know, manufacturing and selling cars and all that? Because back then when he was doing that, he, he was cutting edge. Like, I mean, he was, he was, he was a smart businessman. And, and he says, how do you know all about these things? And it was funny because back then we obviously didn't have cell phones or anything, but he had a desk with a bunch of buttons lined up on it. And and I'm just going to make up names. But one of the things um, um, that uh, he said, he said, uh, you know what? I surround myself with smart people. That's how I'm so successful because they were asking him why he's so successful. And he says, uh, he says, see this button right here? 
He said, yeah. I said, I, you know what? If I need to know about uh, assembly line um, manufacturing, I push this button. That's Tim Johnson. He's the best assembly line guy in the world, and he works for me. So he went down the row explaining about how he would uh, – these people worked for him, and that's what made him so successful. And he's right. He just surrounded himself with very successful people. He was great at putting together people and all that stuff, and that's what made him – what he was i think that kind of correlates with your uh, philosophy at your uh, uh your uh, shops because you have uh, asc certified uh technicians there and they're like the top of the line of uh, auto mechanics there so i think it kind of correlates with you with uh, you're also knowledgeable about the whole auto industry and everything that needs to be fixed with the car but you want people to uh in, in the back to also be able to hold their own in that sense so well they have to yeah exactly. i can't so, I, I can't go around to five locations and fix all the cars it wouldn't work no it'd be so, kind of difficult i think it, it, i would <laughs> be working bit. all the time <laughs> but you are correct i yeah. for the west automotive group we interview like crazy i'm interviewing people all the time because i'm always looking for great people um so we do a lot of interviewing and i actually have a a hiring manager that works for us full-time he does all the initial interviews and then i do we have a process if i do the interviews and paul gets involved in interviews the manager of the location we're thinking about hiring the person for gets involved in in the interview if it goes that far so along the way and we found some really amazing people that doing a really amazing jobs so as far as that goes um, but, uh, um, yeah, so, I mean, that's how, what, you, but you know what, and if you listen to me when I say like somebody says, Oh, I really like coming in. I'm like, well, you know, those guys out there, they do a great job. And the reason why is we have great people. It's so I guess in that aspect, I'm like Henry Ford. I've looked around and found really great people to work with me that make our company amazing. And that's truly, it's not my philosophy. That is what we do. So great stuff but i got it from henry ford so there you go what a great inspiration what a great Mm -hmm. inspiration you know so but the point to that is come in visit we we look for the best people to get you taken care of and and that's what makes any company great doesn't matter what company it is for sure it's definitely the people that work for you um because if they don't believe in what you're doing and they're not part of and they're not the best at what they do then the experience isn't great yeah we've been to some other companies that's experience is not great so we know how that works all right, folks, we're going to have to take our first break now that we've gone down uh, the Henry Ford lane. Um, but uh, um, always great stuff, for sure. Um, we're going to be right back after these messages. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM in North County. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio, where we love to talk about cars. We were just talking about Henry Ford. Some great stuff. Good stuff. You know, there's some amazing books out there to read that can help you with uh, business, too. They're really good. There's quite a few of them. So, I, I my favorite one is the uh, running your own business for dummies book. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot of pop up pictures. Right. Is there such a thing? <laughs> no, there's no, it's like cliff notes for business running. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that is pretty funny how they have a book for dummies for like everything. Everything. Yeah. The really great ones though, like there's like one called Rich Dad Poor Dad and stuff like that. I um, read that. Ten Minute Manager. Um, yeah. There's uh, Good to Great. Mm, um, I've never heard of that one. Yep. There's lots of really good. And most of them are like not very big books, man. They get like right to the point, mm, you know, so you can yeah. read them pretty quickly. So uh, uh, the best one, and I have it on audio, is Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Oh, yeah. I've read that. And it's very business-like. And it, it actually can help you in all aspects of your life, not only business, like listening to people, helping people, learning about people, you know, just and understanding people yeah so it's, it's a really cool thing but uh but the more stuff you uh reach out there and 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 read the more enriched your life can become yeah i, I, I read i read at night a lot Do i you? try to yeah with your eyes closed or open <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> both <laughs> yeah sometimes you wake up and you're slobbering like, on oh, the book yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> what do they call that when you when you when you learn like sleeping uh um uh they have a term for it Brendan probably knows what it is, but uh, 
Can't remember. Anyway. Oh, when you're listening to it while you're sleeping? Um, osmosis, osmosis, or no? That's oh, a, that's, a that's when they clean water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, reverse osmosis. Yeah. yeah, I forget what it's called. Anyway, apparently I didn't read that in the book, mm-hmm. so I forgot it. But all does, good. Does Brendan know? Brendan, you don't know. It's literally called sleep learning. I've never heard of this before. What? No, not sleep learning. There's that's actually a term. Can you for learn it. in your sleep? Yes. Here's how. The process is called sleep learning. I've never heard of this before. So. Can cars do it? <laughs> I don't Probably know. I, well, sometimes uh, they update the middle of the night, thing, like Teslas. My favorite thing about this article is it brings up one of my favorite cartoons when I was a kid. Do you remember in the popular cartoon series, Dexter's Laboratory, where Dexter wanted to learn French overnight? And what happened was in that one, he played a record overnight. You actually remember this. I remember this episode because it's such an amazing episode. Uh, the, he has a record player, and unfortunately, the record keeps skipping. So the only, only French word he knew is omelette de fromage, which means a cheese omelette. So that's, that's the entire episode is him saying omelette de fromage to every person. You better hope. Hope that's what that means. No, I know it's. Because you means. just it said it on the radio. <laughs> well, it was a cartoon. I'm yeah, and now yeah. all the French callers will yeah, be yeah. calling yeah, shortly. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that, that was uh, Brandon saying that. So if it's not the right thing, <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. blame me. Oh, great! Now he's hungry. I know. I was going to say now I'm hungry. <laughs> now I'm hungry. Great cheese omelet, please. Okay, moving on. All right, folks, I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified, taking care of folks up there in North County for over 30 years. It's hard to believe, man. Time just flies. Uh, Along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, out there in uh, East County, taking care of folks, uh, AAA approved for over 10 years. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission up 8027 Balboa Avenue, right in central San Diego, taking care of folks over there for over six years, AAA approved and smog certified. And of course, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, right in the Golden Triangle, we call it. 5726 Miramar Road, Eastgate Mall, AAA approved and uh, star certified, taking care of folks over there for uh, over uh, five years now almost. Wow. And, of course, West Oceanside Automotive and Transmission, 229 South Coast Highway, AAA approved, taking care of folks uh, up there now since May, but was uh, Oceanside Transmission before that, kept the team going. Uh, Great crew to add in, and we have five stores strong doing the great stuff, man. I enjoy all of my employees. All of us at the West Automotive Group come together to make, uh, to come, (laughs) well, almost messed that up, come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio. For one simple reason, we believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Stop in and have your vehicle service repair and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about. And the West Automotive Group is proud to offer you uh, our uh, West Automotive Group credit card. Six months, no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. Ask a manager. Ask one of your advisors uh, with us. And they'll help you with this. Um, what a great idea. Keeps your other credit cards free of charges and does give you six months with no interest. So... It's like paying cash, but you could spread it out. Uh, take advantage of our Certicare uh, transmission diagnosis or diagnosis for any other drivability concerns, overheat concerns, brake concerns, whatever it is, by our master certified technicians, which helps eliminate unwanted parts replacement. I always tell folks the best money spent on any repair is with a qualified technician at a quality facility to diagnose your car properly. It will save you thousands of dollars over a lifetime by getting your car fixed right the first time. We see way too many cars that parts are thrown at, and it's a problem. can also create other issues with cars, as we often talk about here on the radio. So getting it diagnosed properly, replacing the rip, doing the repair with quality parts will save you a lot of money in the long run, for sure. We also offer shuttle rides to or from work or home, or low-cost rental vehicles with our partner rental uh, places nearby each location. Go to West Automotive Group, and you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Uh, once again, that's at westautomotivegroup.com, and uh, we send out tips and all kinds of cool stuff. You can also click on uh, our Automan segments. We're on the Automan for the CW and Fox 5 News, or go to uh, Auto Talk Radio. We put all the podcasts there when we're done. Or you can go grab the podcast uh, at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Spitz, Spotify. I almost said Stitcher, and it's gone. I know. <laughs> Spotify, iHeart, Radio.com, and TuneIn. I said it for so many years. Why do they have to change it? 
Oh, that's uh, media for you. It's iHeart now, right? You said. Well, no, uh, Pandora. Pandora uh, bought, bought it. it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but you, if you go to Stitcher, it goes nowhere, right? Nope, it doesn't go anywhere anywhere. Why would you not? I know. At least, at least the Odyssey one, it. the radio.com automatically goes to Odyssey. Where just you can find it. the show. Exactly. Just forwarded straight to. That's what I would have done. Who would get rid? Of, well, Stitcher, I don't know, but radio.com would have been dumb to get rid of that. Exactly. I right? mean, you own that. You own that URL. I would definitely have kept it if I'm in the radio business. Heck yeah. Yeah. So, so are we on Pandora then, or no? Huh? Yeah, yeah, we're on Pandora. Oh, yeah? Well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a. We you can listen to podcasts on Pandora mm. too. Oh, so. absolutely. Yeah, you can pick them up anywhere. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Nice. It's really cool. And if you want to listen live, you can go to the answer eleven seventy a.m. Right. That's right. Yeah. Is yeah. that the only place no, you no, can listen uh, live? As far as I know of, uh, there's no uh, music that's playing <laughs> with the static of our station. <laughs> that's so that's, that, that's a that's an inside joke between us. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Yeah, if if there's Indian music in the background, we didn't do it. <laughs> uh, but all good. Yes, uh, uh, you can pick us up there anywhere. Take us with you. I mean, all the podcasts are there and available for sure. Sure. Um, go to westautomotivegroup.com. We'll get you all taken care of. You can uh, check us out and make appointments or do whatever. Uh, you can also email me anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. And today we are talking about... Um, Myths on your vehicle servicing, right? And mm. many other things. Yep. We talk about Henry Ford. Um, we talked about, like we did last week, of uh, all the rental car companies dumping all their Teslas. Yeah. So what? what is the winged one, the SUV one? What the is Y. It? The Y. Yeah. That one's an extremely one's cool. expensive one, though, right? Yeah. It's, kind it's of 100 grand. Of, for an electric car? Yeah. With a $20,000 battery? Yeah. Probably more than that. Oh. I've been getting a lot of calls for batteries lately. On those? No, uh, Nissan Lifts. Oh, yeah. Um, the Nissan batteries aren't cheap either. No, they're expensive. Aren't they like 12, 13 grand on most of them? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Exactly. That car, like you have, a, you have a Nissan Leaf, and by the time the battery goes bad 12 years later, the car is worth a third of what the battery costs to replace it. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. They're throwaway yeah. cars, right? Because yes. I mean, by that point, I think a Leaf's probably worth four or five grand, maybe. Yeah. And and the battery's thirteen, twelve grand, something like that. Yeah, and the, some people want you just to replace just the cell, and I'm like, we don't do that because all it's going to do is the other cell's going to go bad, and then the other cell's going to go bad. You know? So when hybrids first came out, we got into hybrids really heavily right away. You, you're right. There was people like, oh, we do remand batteries, like you pull it out. And, but what we learned about this is I end up taking the battery out of the car like 14 times in a year period, which is no fun. Yeah. Some of these are in places where it's four to five hours to get the battery out yeah. of the car. The whole interior, everything. Yeah. yeah some it's crazy. So we back then decided, and I got to be honest with you, even like Dorman went into manufacturing Close. hybrid batteries yeah. and then they stopped because it went yeah, south. Yeah, it went super it, south. Yeah. It was not good. Um. Yeah. So at that point, after after having to warranty these batteries, and you know that the people that were fixing the battery, we'd ship them out to, were like, "Oh, well, we fix it for free." Yeah, but you don't take it out of the car <laughs> yeah, for free, exactly. and it's starting to yeah. get expensive. Yeah. So, and it's also not. We don't want a client to have to bring a vehicle back for warranty all no, the time. Like yeah. That. And it's out of our control, but still, it doesn't make it any better. You know, saying, yeah, well, I'm really trying, sorry. Yeah. yeah, we have a warranty as a backup, but we don't want people to have to come in for the warranty. Mm-hmm. We want to do it right so they it lasts forever. You don't you want know, it, yeah. ten years. And also, <laughs> we can't be fixing other stuff if we're pulling a battery out of your car all the <laughs> exactly. time. So, um, which is important. So, we automatically went to all right. Well, we're only doing OEM batteries in these things now. Mm-hmm. We're not messing with this anymore. When it comes in. And some people don't understand, like, oh, well, we can, this can be, there's people on the internet, you can buy these, but yeah, you're going to have to do it yourself. Yeah. We're not doing it because I'll tell you now, it's just a nightmare. But the real problem to this is, like we were just discussing, the factory batteries sometimes outweigh the cost of the car. Oh, yeah. I do know this, like Prius says, you put a factory Toyota battery in that bad boy, it's going to last again for yeah, another 80, 100,000 mm-hmm. miles, whatever it is, mm-hmm. depends. And some of these are deterred, and we've done a lot of those batteries. We we do a lot of vehicle for for larger fleets. We did a fleet that had a lot of Priuses. They bought them all because they got a good deal on them, and they got a tax write off. But what happened is they didn't drive them. Yeah. So then, like the cars will have thirty thousand miles on them, and the batteries are bad. One thing I will say about Toyota: a battery for one of those is around three grand. Yeah, it's kind of came down. It's in price. way down in yeah. price comparative to. 
Nissans and like some of the some of the Fords. I've seen, oh, yeah, the Fusion seen a, one is I forgot is a lot. Twelve five. $12,500 last time I saw. That's a lot of money for a hybrid battery, yeah. if you ask me. And a Fusion, once again, if the car's over 10 years old, you, you've probably surpassed that. The battery's going to surpass the, what the yeah. value of the car is. Yeah. That's a big decision to make at that mm-hmm. point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and then there's the other things that can go wrong with it also over time. The inverter, the, you know, they're. Yeah. So hybrids are great. But they're good yeah. for like a, the commuter guy that's just driving it all the time. And, you know, yeah. And by the way, Tesla, nobody makes that battery aftermarket because the technology he he developed and designed yeah. that battery. It's not like any other hybrid battery or electric car battery. If you ever there's a YouTube video on that battery, how it's made. It's pretty cool. It's like somebody, a bunch yeah. of D cell batteries, but yeah. it's not. They're yeah, not yeah. the same. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, that's what it Sponsored looks like. By Energizer. Yeah, that's what it looks like, though. The way no, it's it does. built, yeah. And the technology is amazing. Um, the problem is nobody makes it but him. So mm-hmm. you get a twenty thousand dollar battery. Yeah. So, and I don't think. I mean, I don't. I don't know um, what one of those like wises are worth after one hundred fifty, two hundred thousand miles, but probably not much. Mm, probably not much. Yeah, probably not much. So. And all the electronics and stuff for the Gullwing doors, and it's got sonar sensors inside the door for that, so it doesn't hit a car. There's a lot of technology in there. Yeah, and Tesla has a weird <laughs> way. So we talk about Teslas. We People always ask, do you work on Tesla? I'd love to. I can't get any parts for them. Yeah. That'd be great. What is it? We get control arms and brake pads. Brakes, uh, um, cabin filters. We get cabin filters We get the non-conductive um, fluids now. Yes. But so we can really do the s- small service small stuff service like that. Stuff, yeah. Brake pads, control arms go bad on them all the time. That's why somebody's yeah. making them aftermarket. Mm-hmm. We can align them. We can align them. Um, yeah. So those items, yes, we can do those. But anything else with it, no. And and their repair thing is funny because I've interviewed technicians that have worked for Tesla before. They you know they get sucked in and uh, they work on a concept where they give you just a salary. You come in, but you actually no matter how good you are, do not diagnose the car. They give you a work order and a cart full of parts to put on it. So, like, this system they use, that car, like, supposed to diagnose itself. It talks to their database. Oh, weird. Uh, yeah, and then the car, when the car comes in for service or, or for repair, I should say, there's a printed out work order. It's quite automated. Mm-hmm. And a shelf full of parts. And they're like, here, go bolt these things on the car. <laughs> so, if you're a great technician, you're unbolting, you're bolting all the stuff on it. Yeah. And then the tech was telling me, then you drive it, you verify it works. If it didn't, you turn the paperwork back in with a cart and say okay well okay. all these parts are on the car i don't <laughs> I know need, what, the, what are we doing now i'm gonna need another cart <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and they have to go through this process over and over again so from what i understand that that was the concept i was told by several of them mm-hmm. i don't know if that's still the way they do it but yeah. that's what i was told so it's kind of an interesting way to do things unlike we do where we bring the car in and diagnose a car yeah. and then put on it what it needs that there's there's no ai diagnosing cars yeah. yet might be coming i don't know we do have quite the technology stuff going on now, so yeah, and we do a lot of programming. Even with uh, internal combustion engine cars, I mean, we still a lot of electronics these days. Yep, a lot of updating, a lot, a lot of, of updating. Yeah, yeah, a lot, lot of things that that will change the way a car runs or whatever. Yeah, I mean, we even have we talked about uh, before cat like cat efficiency codes on things. Um, we have even uh, um, um, as far as those goes, there's been some manufacturers that changed the parameters because they were too tight. Mm-hmm. sitting so they were allowed to rework them and then we put in new software and it doesn't turn the light on yeah. anymore right because mm-hmm. they were just barely on the edge or yeah. something like that right so um there's a lot of things fixed that way these days and drivability things too like you know as far as load and misfire um because all electronics control the fuel curve the right everything's yeah. controlled electronically now so good stuff so coming out of that we we're talking about some uh, uh different issues with uh um myths and things off the internet and how people go down a rabbit hole with you know um uh, reading stuff it's funny we can have worked on a model of car for years and i know a lot about it and then somebody's like oh i read this on the internet i'm like i've never heard that like no yeah it was, never sometimes heard people that. will 
you, you'll hear something that someone said that they read on the internet, and you're like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't. Whatever you do, don't do that. <laughs> don't and, do that. And I hope that's really not what it said on the internet. Yeah. They could also be changing it a bit because people do that not that's intentionally. True. That's true. You read yeah. something, the way you remember it is not exactly the way it was yeah. written. So uh, that does happen too. But yeah. especially when you don't work on something all the time. You know, if I read something about something that we work on all the time, you remember the key elements of it, but and you also know what it's talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, we talked about this before. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if I'm reading something about how um, the dual injection system works on on a direct injected vehicle, now we have port injectors, and when it shuts on and comes on and off, I'll remember that because I know exactly what they're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. But if you don't work on cars and you're reading about this, you're going, what? What is it? What? Yeah. So, so yeah, there's a, there's a, there's, there's a connection in there or a mm-hmm. non-connection sometimes. So all good stuff. Um, but uh, we're going to jump more into some, some more of these uh, myths and things. Uh, um, my favorite one on the top here is inflate tires to the pressure shown on the sidewall. I'm pretty sure that's max pressure. Yeah, don't do that. Well, you can. If you're towing right. You'd be getting good gas mileage. Gas mileage. A little bump. Rolling on rocks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Coffee might be spitting out out of the cup holder. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It could be a firm ride from then on out. (laughs) It would be a a great idea for you to uh, read this door sticker and set it to that because the manufacturers and the engineers would figure out what tire pressure they want on that, especially if it's the OEM style tires on the car. Uh, but uh, good stuff for sure. All right, folks, we're going to take our last break here. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego, 1170 and 96.1 FM. We're going to uh, take a break here real quick. <laughs> Brent is over in the booth. I'm kind of waving at him. <laughs> I was listening the entire time, I promise. I was like, yeah, you know, we're going to take our last break here, right? right. We've got to take our break here. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back. So, a long-time listener emailed me last week. We're going to touch base on this real quick. Um, Some cool stuff. Anyway, that has to do with the Hertz rent-a-car thing. Oh, yeah. We'll go over it real quick here in a minute. Do want to remind folks, uh, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there without question. You guys hear me talk about them all the time, but but I truly believe them, and it's the only battery we stock at the West Automotive Group for one simple reason. Uh, they are the highest quality batteries out there. If you need an automotive-related battery, jump on westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, get in, we'll get you interstate installed. Uh, if you need a battery for any other need, they have them for everything. So I've just replaced one in my house alarm. They're like little... little uh, same thing, like battery backup things. Oh, but yeah. Alarm needs a little yeah. interstate. Yeah, it's about this big. It looks like a, um, I think, like a battery in your kid's uh, a little electric car okay. or something. Or like yeah, an yeah. old yeah. cordless phone kind of ones. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah. So, same idea. Yeah. But I think the technology is better now. Probably a little bit. Yeah. So, but uh, anyway, so they're, they, uh, just did one of those, but they have a battery for every need. So if you need a battery for anything that's not automotive related, check them out at their storefronts at 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or La Mesa at 70th and University. It's the Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. You can also uh, Google Interstate Battery of San Diego and it'll show you where their stores are. And also, I think you probably buy batteries offline from them, o- online from them mm-hmm. if you wanted. So good stuff. They have they're, a good website. And they're great people. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Great company. So it's re- re- really awesome. So, um, as we're talking about myths, we'll, we'll jump back here and talk a little bit about, uh, uh, um, he, when he emailed me, he said, he, he, he said his, his line says hurts, hurts, oh. <laughs> the hurts and then H U R T S hurts, hurts. <laughs> it sounds like my uh, dad's joke. Whenever we, uh, went to rent from hurts, he was said, would you like a donut? And I said, sure. And he punched me in the arm. And I oh, went, how? And he goes, hurts, don't it? <laughs> we used to do that when we were kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and, and he made a good uh, point in one of the, uh, 
he said uh he said one thing that i've noticed in research um with rental car companies is that people who travel by air to destinations wherever they're going typically request a gasoline car or 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 a a fuel car a nice internal combustion Mm -hmm. engine car for the reason that they they have no idea where charge stations are, they oh, have yeah. no they idea. Have one, they, yeah, yeah they're going to be staying at a hotel. Most hotels don't have. Char- I mean, some higher some do, hotels but yeah. do, but but is in California. Yeah, but I bet in Kentucky they don't. Yeah, that's so true. I, or who knows? I mean, I really don't know. But that's the problem. You don't know where everybody can find a gas station. Yeah, and a lot of the reason why Hertz had one because they work with a lot of Tesla body shops, and they had to offer them. Um, a Tesla rental car. Oh. That's why they did it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So a lot of these cars like uh, need a 10K, a 20K battery and 10K and other repairs. Uh, well, people are hard on rental cars too. So they're beating up that Tesla. Probably wasn't. Well, like any rental car, most people drive it like they stole it. Yeah. That's a th- uh, unfortunately so um yeah that that's another thing that uh i i looked at uh several different uh um several different uh um oh i kind of lost my process here. <laughs> whatever i was going to say about rental cars Oh, the process. Yeah, I don't even remember how they, the process now. Yeah, and I'm I'm reading more about this. In the, in <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's probably the, trying to like the cars yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But anyway, the point to this is that's why people don't want to rent those cars. But you are correct. There are some Tesla. So the one thing that Tesla does not do in house is body repair. Yeah. At all. So, um, yeah, they they sub it out like yeah. uh chaperone next to us in kearney mesa uh they're a tesla certified uh repair facility for body work yeah so because i've actually been talking to hertz because they they want to give us a group deal uh-huh. and offer our customers a pretty good deal in rentals nice. so yeah that we were just talking about that i was talking with them about that tesla thing oh you yeah. were and that's why they had Teslas, though. That's what, why they for had them. people that wreck their Tesla, they want to rent a Tesla. Yeah, that well, that was one of the options. Do you want to offer electric cars? And I'm like, not really. Just a regular economy cars. Yeah, that yeah. People can get around. But. Cheap little tin box. Yeah. yeah. Give, give me it. Yeah, hybrid's fine. We'll take one of those. Yeah, or SUV, yeah. whatever. Yeah, whatever you know, yeah. they need. But yeah. it's all good. It's all good stuff. But yes, yeah. so you you are correct about that. Uh, that that is probably why they had them. But. The problem that we seem to have with things is just like California, where we decide like, well, we're getting rid of everything else. Why do we do that? I just don't understand. I mean, there's such, um, as we state often, there is a place for electric vehicles, you know, if you drive around town and I mean, if I spent, if I drove 200 miles a day in town and I have solar and, and I did all that driving, I would have, I would probably have an electric car. Because it'd be free to plug it in every night. It's charged up. Yeah. I never have to go to the gas station and stuff. But I wouldn't take it on a road trip. Yeah. I wouldn't take it up to Idaho when I'm going motorcycle riding like yeah. I do. Because where am I going to charge it? Yeah. The the minute they put those chargers in oak trees, you're fine. You can just pull over the well, side of the road. Yeah. If you own a Tesla, then you know how to use it. If you were just renting it and you had to like learn. But the Tesla maps it. Like your drive, it maps it where all the chargers are uh-huh. so that your car says where they are but it you've heard my story about a tesla driving to washington state that the guy that rode with us right oh you know oh yeah no you did you talked water. about it on the radio yeah my buddy that like, rode with him is like never again i'll never do this again and he's like i was like why he's like every time we got to stop and charge this thing he's all it's an hour i gotta I eat dinner i'm staring out the window he's like i'm eating dinner every 300 miles this is ridiculous yeah so and on a slightly i I don't know if it's a different topic per se but i just get so frustrated whenever i see all the recalls and it's always a tesla car with some kind of issue uh recently uh two weeks ago um teslas were recalled because of their self-driving mechanisms were not uh, were getting faulty again for like i don't know the 25th time it seems like since they came out well you it sounds you drive that car hands off you die exactly i don't know why they would want you to do that 
No. W- weren't no. you in one? You had an Uber and the kid was like near the wall on the 15 you were talking about? And it was beeping like crazy and he didn't know why? And you were like, hey, it's the wall. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's like, I don't understand what this <laughs> thing's doing. I said, me I said, the center wall is too close to the car and it does not like it. Yeah. And he goes, I've never had to do that before. I was like, <laughs> well, get in the right lane because that barrier wall is six feet away. And it won't, it won't bother it on the right side because that's a stationary. What it was was uh, on the 15, that, that barrier that moves. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you're driving in that lane, it's really close it to is you. Close, it's yeah. like a foot or two away from you. Yeah. So the car was like trying to push. A, tell, yeah, it was freaking out. <laughs> so did you hear that story? No, I'm so sorry about that. That's okay. No, so we were on a, uh, we were Ubering and it was a brand new Tesla. Yeah, I was in, and we. I told him, "We'll take the carpool lane." We left Escondido, and I was sitting in the front because there was three or four of us. And as we're driving, he's in the. There's two lanes, right? And there's that that movable center center barrier wall. Yes. Well, the problem is when you're in that left lane, you're really close to that wall. It's not like a normal uh, barrier wall that's like six foot away where you can get off the side of the road even between it and stay. Yeah. The car was getting angry, and and throwing alarms and stuff and it kept trying to re-steer because it thought he was hitting the wall i've had plenty of problems not with tesla specifically but um uh, other lane assist thing where um i usually turn that stuff off yeah i i I, uh as soon as i figured out it was happening that's when i turned it off i was on my way to vegas but uh specifically i was uh picking up a friend in el cajon uh they have our little road there and the construction as you know uh is kind of wonky there and the paint was going this way that way so the car kept zigzagging like like, fight the car (laughs) actually and and the guy that painted the lines did that intentionally (laughs) you ever come that's a good point you ever come up on stuff like that and you're like who what did the guy fall asleep that was she driving the paint truck day? or what yeah bad day huh all good good stuff though anyway um back to what we were talking about we'll skip back here just a little bit and uh pick up because we almost have uh uh, run down the hour here. Yeah. It goes quick, man. Mm-hmm. You know, we get, get fun talking about things. Let's see. We talk about Henry Ford. Talk about mm-hmm. electric vehicles. We talk about all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, one myth that you'll find it says on the internet: if your brake fluid is low, you should top it off. We suggest that you get a proper brake inspection because yeah. we need to know where the brake fluid went. Yeah. yeah. Um, usually, brake fluid is low. The main indication on that is uh, brake pads are extremely worn. Pistons start to come out the caliper. The brake fluid goes down because the brake pad life is uh, about about zilch. Yep. So before you run your rotors, get a proper brake inspection done. Um, oh, I love the gasoline stuff on the internet. It's always the best, too. Um, if a regular grade fuel is good, premium must be better. Depends on what your car's made for. It's engineered. It says right in there. Now, even the premium grades... And the regular fuel, like if you go to Shell, have the same kind of additives in them, except for different octane rating. If you buy a car that's set up, it's an economy car, and it says 87 octane in the in the manual, you can use 87 octane. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 91 is not going to help. Yeah. Not going to help. Unless some manufacturers on fuel, though, like Chevron, I think they do a little different on the higher end, different additives maybe. Could be so that could yeah, possibly help, say, but yeah. the octane difference is not your. It's what your vehicle's engineered for, yeah. Um, because octane has to do with how the fuel burns mm-hmm. inside the engine, right? That's all that it really has to do with. So that's where it becomes performance vehicles, BMWs, M3s, you know, uh, stuff like that. Uh, AMG, uh, yeah. My my car takes premium. Yeah, not yeah. the not not the AMG EQS though. Yeah, no, it's that all takes, electric. Yeah, <laughs> it takes a cord. Yeah, yeah, it takes a <laughs> so it takes um, but yeah. So w- whatever the car's set up for, you know, um, quality fuel is good. You know, people always ask about different fuels and things like that. What is uh um as far as um from one station to another mm-hmm. and it is just the additives i mean that's really yeah. what it is and some of those additives are really good help reduce carbon mm-hmm. help do so you know is it bad to use chevron or shell with their extra additive? no not necessarily i usually try to go the name brand set a little cheapy yeah, ones yeah, yeah but i don't know if that... not the discount rated fuel station that everybody <laughs> yeah, yeah. waits in line for i'm not going to say the name <laughs> yeah so well uh, yeah your brother hated it 
He was so anti that gas. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so, but uh, exactly. He did. Good old Kev. Um, but uh, so, yeah, you know, as far as that goes, it j- just the, uh, depends on uh, what your car calls for needs. Um, so those are just some of the things, you know, we uh, another one is uh, let, let your car warm up several minutes for driving new cars these days. Don't need that. Yeah. Just really drive. Don't. Just yeah. dri- drive normally. You're fine. Start it up. Yeah, it's fine. I'm like, you know, I, I don't, don't wait like, for my truck to warm up ever. I will tell you this: I start it, I back it out of the garage. I'm not d- d- driving it floorboarded, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. But I mean, at the same time, you know, and go about my way. Yeah, mine idles up when it's cold for like a minute. I let I let it just drop down to normal idle, and then I drive. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. But. All right, folks, that's about all the time we yep. have today to uh, to discuss uh, what we got going on. If you have any questions, you can always email me at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. Uh, otherwise, uh, stay tuned for next week as we'll be back live as always doing our thing and, and Brendan over there flipping the switches and turning the dials for us to keep us on air, even with the background Indian music. It's all good. <laughs> I knew they'd get a laugh out of it. Yeah. So it's all good stuff. Uh, but we do appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate all your automotive questions and you being part of the show because that's what makes it fun when me and Paul are here. And fun for Brendan, too. He loves to talk to you all when you call in. So great stuff. San Diego and everybody else out there, keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Until next week, this has been Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM in North County. We'll see you next week. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.